Welcome to the Wild Heart Podcast. I'm your host, Bethany Edge, and today we're discussing focusing on the light. Thank you for joining me for another episode. I'm really excited to share my thoughts with you today on this topic that has been inspiring to me over the last week. This podcast is about strong emotions and how to cope with them. As a highly sensitive person myself, I understand how overwhelming life can be. Some people experience emotions at a higher intensity and navigating them is not always intuitive. It can feel like you're stranded in an emotional wilderness. My hope is to inspire you from one sensitive person to another to move through your emotions with confidence and grace. So this week has been rough to say the least and I know I'm not alone in the sentiment. The last month or so has been a roller coaster of anxiety and loneliness and it's just a constant feeling of being overwhelmed. If you've stepped on to social media at all, you've seen the utter chaos that is surrounding our lives. It almost feels like stepping into a war zone. And there's just this constant stream of news and it just has left me feeling like there's this huge cloud of darkness around me. And all of this has triggered a depression in me. Earlier in the week, this feeling was of depression was just really getting to me and i like many people have such a deep need for answers and for hope and for something to believe in and to know what's true in this moment i thought i need to just go look at more news and really inform myself as much as possible so i can really know what's going on and maybe then i'll be able to find some peace And it was in this moment that I was gently reminded to focus on the light. And this is what I want to share with you today. It's not easy to focus on the light. I think that there's something in our nature that makes us obsessed with chaos. When I was in high school, I remember reality shows were really popular. And they were all about families and groups of friends that just lived really chaotic lives and there was always so much fighting and betrayal and craziness going on in them but my friends and i loved them we could not get enough of them we always watched them and talked about them everybody at school talked about it i think the reason that it captivated such an audience was because we love chaos you've probably heard someone say that it's a train wreck but i just can't look away all of this signifies that we have something in us that is just fascinated by chaos and i i think that the current events have tapped into that for a lot of us i know for myself the chaos has definitely gotten my attention and i've realized that it's like if you're walking on a tightrope across an abyss and you look down and you realize how deep and dark the abyss is and you become fixated on this And the terror that you feel of how far there is to fall, how much danger there is beneath you, makes it impossible to move forward. Your attention becomes completely diverted from 
the destination on the other side. Every time I get involved with the chaos, whether I'm going on social media or I'm going to a news website or even just having a conversation (laughs) with someone, I have this feeling. It feels like I'm looking down and I'm realizing how much danger and darkness and chaos there is in the world and it distracts me from all of the good things that are still happening in my life but most importantly it distracts me from my final destination which is an existence of peace and happiness i believe in an afterlife that is full of peace and health and love but i also believe that we can find these things now in this life by following our faith and doing the things that we know are good. When we look down and we allow ourselves to be filled with fear and darkness, we lose sight of the things that are available to us now. We lose sight of the light of our direction and our destination. And this is true for all of us, regardless of what is happening in your situation right now. You can find peace and joy and love but it requires focusing on the light this is something i've had to really actively coach myself through the last week it wasn't like a 180 the light switch was on and life was happy again it has definitely been a mind battle it has drawn upon my self-control my desire and will and my creativity and slowly i felt the darkness just lift from my mind and my heart And yes, it is still a difficult time. I'm in my car recording this right now because my daughter is really tired of being at home. She's gotten to this point where she's just so fussy. So I've been going for drives every day to help her nap. On top of all that, she's teething. So it's just rough. And the only moment of peace I get is in my car parked in a random parking lot. And my husband went back to work this week. We just finished a two-week quarantine. I'm still grieving the loss of my grandmother who passed away at the beginning of the month. The future is still uncertain and there's still so many things to worry about. But as I've worked on focusing on the light, it's become less constant in my life. I have been able to find that peace and joy and appreciation for the good things that are still happening in my life. The first thing that I have done and I recommend doing is to set a boundary between yourself and the the news. It's good to be informed and it's very important that we know what's happening in our world, but there is such a thing as information overload. We live in an age where information is so readily available to us. I remember in elementary school, one of my teachers said that The average newspaper contains more news in one day than someone would receive in a lifetime a hundred years ago. And that just blows my mind to think about how much information is available now, today, where we have social media and cell phones and news just travels so fast and there's so much of it. This is a good thing, but it also can be too much of a good thing. And we can hit a point where more information is just no longer helpful. It's no longer productive for us personally. It just brings anxiety and stress and uncertainty. Where this boundary line lies is a personal decision. I can tell within myself when I'm starting to read too much or listen to too much because I start to feel anxiety and I know at that point this information is no longer empowering me. 
creating problems in my life. And I have to be strong for my family. I have to be strong for myself. That's just where I say, you know what? I am going to take a break. To focus on the light, we need to make sure that after we set our boundary with other influences, we make sure we fill the rest of our time with positive messages. I have set the personal goal that for every time I find something that just stirs up those negative, dark, anxious feelings in myself, I try to find two positive influences that will help me get back to a positive place. So this could be an inspirational message or talk. There's lots of great podcasts out there. You can find religious leaders who are sharing thoughts. You can also listen to beautiful music. I especially enjoy instrumental music for this purpose. Just hearing the music without words allows my mind to clear. I also found an adult coloring book at Target that was full of inspirational quotes. I've really been enjoying this as another source of positive messaging. And of course, this also taps into creativity, which I am a huge proponent of. Like I've said before, I really believe that creativity is an ultimate therapy. And so anything that can bring you a positive message and also help you use your creativity is such a great way to feel better. I know that I always feel better after I spend a little time coloring in my inspirational coloring book. (laughs) Prayer is also important in this time, and it's a great way that we can bring light into our lives. I have struggled to want to pray during this time because I have felt like I don't want to be grateful. I have felt like there are people in this world who do not deserve my gratitude. And I know that sounds petty, but it doesn't change the fact that I feel that and I'm, I've been struggling with that. It has been humbling to realize that even when I'm not ready to thank my haters for making me strong, I can thank my supporters for loving me. And if you're struggling to feel grateful, I encourage you to look towards the people who are supporting you and look towards the Lord who is strengthening you. They have given us gifts that we can be grateful for. The Lord is the one who makes our trials meaningful because through his grace, we're able to overcome them. As I've really remembered that this week, it has been such a comfort to me and it's really been the antidote to a lot of anger and frustration that I felt. I wanna put in here that it's okay to not be okay. It's okay if you need this time of prayer or maybe you're not a spiritual person and you would rather do something like meditate to just work through those feelings of not being okay. There is a bright side to everything, but sometimes we have to accept the dark side of it too in order to move through to that bright side. I feel such a tendency to suppress my negative emotions and tell myself, it's okay, it's fine, it's fine. And of course, they're just bubbling over because it's not fine. I'm not fine. These emotions are still there, but in my mind, I'm just trying to downplay them. Part of focusing on the light is recognizing that there's darkness, recognizing that you've experienced the darkness so that you can understand that there is light and what it feels like and that it feels good and it's something that we should follow. Prayer can be a great time to express that to the Lord and to seek his guidance in working through those feelings. The last thing that has been really helpful as I've tried to focus on the light is trying to fill my time with things that I enjoy. At first, this seemed really difficult to me because I like to be out of the house. I'm very social. 
So the things that I love the most have not really been an option to me. I've had to be creative and I've had to find new things that I enjoy. I really have enjoyed my adult coloring book. If you go to your Target, you'll probably be able to find it. So go get one because it's so fun to color and just this feeling of creativity and all of that jazz. This weekend, we are planning to do our own painting with a twist at home. We're going to make mocktails and paint something really fun and listen to music and just have a great night together. Play music and dance around your house. Spend time doing your hair and makeup. Write a letter. Write a story. Call a friend. Find things that bring you joy and find a place for them in your life. We all only have so much time of the day and we all only have so much headspace. And the way that we feel about our life is strongly influenced by what and who we give that time to. If we give the majority of our time to things that make us feel stressed, to things that make us feel chaotic, to things that make us feel angry or bitter or contentious, that is the person that we will become. If we give our time to things that make us feel humble and loving and patient and happy, that is who we will become. I would love to hear the ways that you're focusing on the light in your own life. And I'm going to challenge all of my listeners to share what they're doing with someone in their life who is in need of inspiration. If you feel so inclined, I'd love to see what you're doing on social media. You can post using the hashtag focus on the light. Y'all, we are in a crazy time, but I am so inspired by the amazing men and women around me and their examples of faithfulness and positivity and strength. Y'all are awesome. Thank you for listening to another episode. Until next time, this is Bethany Edge, and you're listening to the Wild Heart Podcast.